By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim... Hey, what's going on? And welcome to 2010 Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. Episode 85, welcome. This is your first time, hello. If this is your 11th time, how's things? If this is your 85th time, you're awesome. And thank you. Uh, Don't forget to go to 2010minutes.com to learn more about me. You can download my app in the iPhone and Android app stores, whatever you want to call them, Um, and buy some merch. I got some merch for sale. You can help out the podcast by buying some merch so you can show it off and uh, look pretty. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide or experiencing mental health or substance abuse, use Crisis 988. It provides a connection for free, confidential support. There is hope. The Lifeline works for 27 confidential support. Just call, text, or chat 988. Love it. This week's guest is Lainey Liberty. We talk about teen mental health. Auntie Lainey, she was great. Great talker. A lot of spunk. She, like, traveled the world, took her son out of school, and, like, did, like, world schooling, like, on her own. It's very interesting, but she came out with a book and uh, talks a lot about teen mental health, which is uh, super interesting because we got to help the teens. Wu-Tang is for the children. We got to keep keep the kids up. Cream. Cash rules everything around me. Three things I'm grateful for today. My truck. Um, It's been pretty reliable. I'm going to get into my truck in a second. My second thing is my family and the Casey and the Sunshine Band. Those three things. Um, Now I'm going to explain them and why. Um, Had some issues with uh, a flat tire. Got a flat tire. I woke up, came out to my car. It was right on the rim. Uh, I had to call Geico, come and get it changed. Unfortunately, they couldn't fix the tire because I drove on it because I didn't notice. And then two days later, my battery died. And you think, would Tim freak out? And I didn't either time. And I don't know why. I think it might be my medication, but I, I just dealt with it. And I was like, hey, it is what it is. And that's a dangerous man. It is what it is, man, because it is what it is. And... um just not getting mad was great. So I got my battery changed today. I'm going to get my tire. The good thing about my spare tire, it was not a donut. It was actually like another real tire, which is great. Um, and the reason for my family is because we all went to Casey and the Sunshine Band, and I had a blast, and I knew I would have a blast. Um, it was me, Jacqueline, my brother, my sister-in-law, my mom, and my mom loves Casey and the Sunshine Band. We had second row. So if I have the time, if you're watching this on YouTube, there's a couple photos Um I'm being realistic when it comes to editing my episodes. You either watch my YouTube and it's just me, or you get a lot of visuals. Depends how much time I have. I got a buddy coming up to hang out with, my man Smitty. Hopefully he doesn't bail on me because that would be a false statement by me. Mental health check-in, McCarthy's mental health check-in, doing good. Doing really good. I actually had to miss therapy because of my flat tire, which is unfortunate, but I wasn't in the mood to talk to him. Nothing against him, but it was more me. I just really had nothing to go over, so I think... He still kind of pushes the every week thing, which is awesome that he wants to do that. But I think I'm ready to go to every two weeks just to save some coin. Um, And that would help. So last week I talked about the power of the hug. Hug is very powerful. I'm a big hug guy. I know people don't like hugs. And I like to know if you're not a hug person because there's nothing worse than hugging somebody that does not want to be hugged. 
and I don't like to encroach anyone's space, but I will do the open arms and kind of let you come into me. And if not, I'll hit you with the handshake. And if you don't want to do that, I will Howie Mandel you and give you a fist bump. If you don't know, Howie Mandel is a big germaphobe, so if you ever run into him, don't shake his hand. If you're feeling down or feel that you've been deprived of touch, just ask a friend, partner, or family member for a hug so you can feel the positive mental and physical benefits of a, of a hug, of a hag. Try also hugging yourself or even hugging your pet to boost your feel-good hormones in your brain. Any hug is better than no hug, and there's no wrong way to hug. I think that's false. I think there's a lot of wrong ways to hug. There's a song called Christian Side Hug. I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's like, give me a Christian side hug, a side hug, and you just hug from the side. I still don't know how that really works. But um, but if you want to squeeze all the benefits, you can, um, you can out of your hug. You can say it's based on science, but a study found that a five to 10 second hug were linked with higher pleasure ratings than a one second hug. One second hug, hug is quick. Just go, oh, the dap and hug. I'm a big dap and hug uh, person, even if um, a lot of females don't do it, but I will try to go with you and do it. A lot of people aren't, but I'll try it. And if not, you just get a good old five, 10 second hug or a 20 second hug, 20 second Tim minutes. That doesn't make any sense. So it improves your sleep. A hug from a loved one can result in a decreased in cortisol, a stress hormone as touch deactivates the part of the brain that responds to threats. They release an oxytocin, 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 fuck. There's the word of the day that Tim screwed up, has calming effects, which can also support more restful sleep. Um, a study done with primates showed that touching created those special bonds that help maintain the social relationships and continue to well-being. Hugging may keep you healthy. In one study, those who received more hugs generally got less sick, and when they did, it was less severe. I don't see some of these I don't believe. I just think hugs are really good for you, but uh, it also turns out good as hugging for your heart, not just the gushy way, but for your actual physical health. One 20-second hug yeah, um, had the effect of lowering participants' blood pressure in the moment, including after their partner left the room. It also causes less fighting, I think, as well. If you just like hug it out. I one time had an um, altercation with somebody, and uh, there was no need for it, so I brought them outside, and I was like, hey, can I talk to you outside real quick? That's always a good indicator when something's bad. Can I talk to you outside real quick? And uh, after we squashed it, I was like, give me a hug. And they gave me a hug. And we've been great ever since. Um, it's a buffer against stress. Interpersonal touch is associated with increased attachment security, greater perceived partner support, enhanced intimacy, higher relationship satisfaction, and easier conflict resolution. I swear, I didn't even, that's awesome that that was in the same thing. All of which support more peaceful resolution and less fighting. Dude, the power of hug. Who sings that? Huey Lewis in the news, but it's the power of love. But I'm going to sing the power of hug. Um, it, it actually improves symptoms of pain. Cancer patients who also received healing touch reported less post-operative post pain and narcotic painkiller use than those who received a back massage or no treatment. Back massages are great. It also said like the NBA did it and that teams had a higher touch rate, including hugs, performed better than teams without touch rates. Because hugs and touches prove that players uh, could trust each other more. What about the pat on the butt? You see that a lot in baseball. Sometimes in basketball, someone does something good and you pat them on the butt, give them a little butt smack. I'm a, I don't know if I'm pro or anti-butt smack. Well, I'm kind of pro-butt smack if you catch my drift. <laughs> Just kidding. I can't say that. I don't think I can. Um, a study showed that oxytocin may... Oxytocin? Fuck! 
Oxytocin may help you be more compassionate towards yourself and hug yourself or a pet if you need to. Hugging your pet's great because they get super awkward and they don't like it. I have two cats as well. One likes to be picked up sometimes. The other one does not like to be picked up. And he turns into like ice cream and just melts. Those are my cats, Lucille and, Le Lucille and Leo. And then also my dogs, Charles Barkley and Fanny. So when I got into mental health, there was two words I didn't really understand at first. It was dopamine and serotonin. I believe I talked about this before in an episode, but I like to go over things once in a while. And uh, explain the things to people that might not know it. Because I'm not smart. Um, I read a lot of articles. And by read a lot of articles, I just scan through them. But um, I wanted to go over both of those real quick. And uh, probably take up a lot of time for this episode. So I'm probably going to name this episode Dopamine and Serotonin. While dopamine is often referred to as the pleasure chemical, dopamine doesn't actually produce pleasure. It does, however, reinforce feelings of pleasure by connecting sensations of pleasure of certain behaviors. It's a feel-good chemical. Dr. Feelgood, who is that, Monty Cr Motley Crue? It impacts on movement, reinforcement, and reward, thoughts and emotions, arousal, and regulations of certain hormones. It affects everything from the way we think and move to the way we remember and behave. We all experience dopamine differently and... An imbalance in dopamine levels can be hard to detect, but it also can directly influence our health and mental health. So that's actually pretty good. Too little or too much dopamine can cause many problems. Uh, with dopamine deficiency, you could experience any number of symptoms such as loss of balance, weight change, low energy, anxiety, constipation, and hallucinations, which uh, hallucinations got to be rough. Anyone that suffers from hallucinations, I feel bad for you. And I'd love to hear your stories about how you combat that. It's very interesting to me. Um, so my dopamine must be a little bit too high with my weight, cha weight change, my low energy, and my anxiety. Loss of balance, I feel like I have terrible balance. When I like stand there and like try to put on one sock, 60% of the time, I almost hit the deck. Um, to help with this, you can consume uh, better foods, nutrition foods. Exercise regularly, which is pretty much for anything mental health. Just exercise, go for a walk, and then celebrate the small moments. This can include something as like flowers in the garden, listening to your favorite song, smelling the coffee beans, or blowing bubbles. This will kick up dopamine production, uh, and you'll get a mental health booth while it lasts. So just be like a little kid. That's pretty much what it's saying. Run around, make sure you eat your vegetables and, y and your fruits, and just do some fun stuff like blow bubbles. I gotta get a bubble machine. Also, if you're watching this, I have a great mustache and I'm wearing my Casey and the Sunshine Band hat. I really got into it with Casey and the Sunshine Band. I had such a uh, fun time. So my dopamine was probably just at the right amount. I just was eating like shit. But that's all right. Um, and then serotonin is a chemical that carries messages between nerve cells in the brain and throughout the body. It plays a key role in such body functions as mood, sleep, digestion, nausea, wound healing, bone health, blood clotting, and sexual desire. <laughs> they have a lot of like similarities, uh, which is interesting. So when you have a dopamine disorder, you may experience a decline in neurocognitive functions. I can say that word, which relates to memory, attention, and problem-solving abilities. Like a neurotransmitter, serotonin, which helps regulate mood, dopamine is involved in many psychological illnesses. Abnormally functioning dopamine receptors play a role in some health and mental health disorders. Uh, serotonin helps with mood, regulation, and memory, but it also has important jobs in other parts of the body. In fact, most serotonin in your body is found in your gut, not your brain. That's something you learn. Does, don't learn every day. The intestines produce almost 
all the body serotonin supply and serotonin is required to promote healthy digestion. I wonder if you get like your kidney removed or appendix. I think getting your kidney removed would be uh, bad. Or like your gallbladder. Like I wonder if like that affects it a little bit. I should probably uh, do some more questioning before I record. But this is what's fun because again, I'm not a smart human. I'm like street smarts. I know people are like, oh, no, you're not stupid. Like, I get it. Like, I know how to talk to people. Um, very friendly. I, 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 that's the type, type of stuff I know. I don't know what friendly has to do with being smart. But like book smart and like learning things, it takes me a little bit. And I'm okay with that. Um, learning on my, I'm a big, um, I get to watch somebody do something. Like the guy that changed my battery today for my truck. I was actually interested to see how he did it. And uh, I think I could do it one time. I think I could do it in a bind. Changing a tire, totally different. I'm glad I called somebody because he had like the little gun that like zzz, zzz, takes all the lug nuts off. Is that it? God damn, Tim. Um, yeah, so again, uh, serotonin is known to be involved in many bodily functions ranging from regulating mood to digesting foods. It affects on the brain could be considered its starring role in the body as it helps regulate mood and serotonin is often called the body's natural feel-good chemical. Serotonin's influence on moods makes it one of the several brain chemicals that are integral to your overall sense of well-being. Serotonin's effect on mood also is a great target of medications that are used to treat depression, anxiety, and mood disorders. For example, increasing serotonin levels uh, in the purpose of class of antidepression known as selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, SSRIs. So like I take Lamictal, Abilify, uh, Adderall. Uh, some of those are only with that SSRIs, and um, I was on Wellbutrin for a little bit, but that that helps that. Um, but yeah, also is it digestion, sleep, blood clot, blood clotting. So bone density was interesting. Research suggests that high circulating levels of serotonin in the gut might be associated with lower bone density and conditions like osteoporosis. And then with like blood clotting, with the serotonin levels, it helps that out too, which is like super interesting. And then sexual function, certain antidepressants uh, that increase serotonin levels can have an uh, effect on libido. And that's what I would deal with. I know Adderall and sometimes Lamictal can hurt with that. And it's very frustrating. Um, but yeah, I don't have to talk too much about my sex life. Um, as ever-related serotonin uh, have associated with decrease in sexual desire. I wouldn't say it decreased, but something... Um, Let's just say it's like blowing up a balloon or I've, I've coined this term, uh, Play-Doh dick where your penis is pretty much Play-Doh. If you get my drift, uh, signs of low serotonin, disrupted sleep patterns, loss of appetite, mood changes and trouble with memory and learning. So I think serotonin plays a huge part <laughs> in my life. Uh, my sleep is awful. My loss of appetite, uh, even though I'm gaining weight, uh, mood changes have been good. And uh, trouble with memory or learning, a little bit bad. Um, and obviously to help SSRIs, food like bananas, greens, nuts, turkey, eggs, that helps a lot. And guess what? Exercise helps as, as well. More light exposure. Um, don't be in the dark. Try to get more uh, sun on you if you can. Massages is a huge one. There's nothing better than a back massage. If you have a little tense back and you're like, oh, when someone massages you, it's like, oh, you got a knot there. I don't know what a knot really is and, and like, can you try to get it out? I don't know what the best way to get it out is. So shout out to all the masseuses out there. But dude, getting your back scratched and a massage is like heaven. It's like when you have to really pee and you finally pee, like that's on the list too of like, oh, this feels so good. 
And then supplements also have I've been doing one a days, like I'm a 50 year old and doing fish oil and it's actually helped a little bit. Um, I see the differences. So yeah, get some supplements in your body. Um, so too much of his uh, serotonin, serotonin is a condition resulting in elevated serotonin levels is often occurs when someone is first taking a new drug that affects serotonin or if the dosage of a current drug is increased. The symptoms of serotonin range from unpleasant to life-threatening and can include sudden swings in blood pressure, seizures, and loss of consciousness. Too much serotonin can also cause an increase in anxiety and nervousness. It's very hard to probably balance that. But also the key terms that I've helped with like just eating healthy, exercising, all that stuff will just help you overall with your mental health. So a little bit, I'm probably going to get these confused, but uh, dopamine and serotonin. Um, so the summary would be dopamine and serotonin are both neurotransmitters. We're going to break this down for you and I, meaning they are chemical messengers in the brain, which communicate via neutrons, Billy neutron, no Jimmy neutron. Serotonin is associated with feelings of happiness, focus, and calm, whilst dopamine is associated with feelings of rewards, motivation, and being productive. That is great. Now on to glimmer. Do you guys know what a glimmer is? I think it comes from a glimmer of hope, but it's the opposite of what a trigger is. I thought that was kind of cool. A glimmer is the exact opposite of a trigger. It's the kind of cue, either internal or external, that brings one back to a sense of joy and safety. This can be anything from catching a view in the skyline of your favorite city or seeing a picture of your pet. Um, su- such examples, feeling the warmth of the sun, sensing the cool salty ocean air, the smell of cut grass, seeing a rainbow, sunlight, uh, sunlight sparkling on water. That's a good one. Uh, smelling lavender or some kind of relaxing scent. I'm a weirdo and like the smell of skunks and, uh, and gasoline. I don't know what it is. It's like... Kind of seeing like a car accident, not a car wreck, but a car accident. Like, oh, that's interesting. That's pretty much me smelling a skunk. Uh, petting a dog or a cat, always good. Being in nature, a uh, stranger smiling at you in public, which could be kind of weird depending on the situation. And the perfect cup of coffee. I'm, I've been chasing that for life. Um, so some examples uh, that would help you with that is uh, close your eyes and picture a moment in peace. It uh, can be anything, the place you've been to, somewhere you've seen in pictures, or a place you've only used, uh, seen your imagination. You want to might spend time there, have a picture readily available, or create a picture of yourself. Um, think of what made you feel safe and cared as for a child. If there is a way you can access that as an adult, if you didn't feel safe or and cared for as a child, think of what you could do that you wish you could have then. Uh, If there's someone who can give you a hug, see, we're back to hugs. This is going full circle. Or can give yourself that hugging sensation by hugging yourself or snuggling under a weighted blanket. Does anyone have a weighted blanket? They seem too expensive for what they do. Um, I kind of think I should probably get one, maybe for the winter. Are they good for the summer too? I just feel constricted. I don't like when the sheets are tucked in at the feet. I know like every hotel does that, but the restriction like freaks me out. I hate having my legs held down. In jujitsu, that happens a lot, and I get frustrated. Like, my my serotonin isn't good, maybe. I don't know if that still works or applies. Uh, think of a loved one. Picture someone you can trust to fully relax and uh, be yourself. If not, picture what having someone in your life might feel like, which kind of could feel depressing, no? It's like a glimmer, and then you have a trigger of being like, yeah, I'm alone. 
if it's someone you know, spend time with them if you can. I'll give them a call, which I always propose to do. I'm kind of on the fence of doing that anymore because I realize a lot of people don't share that back. I was just actually talking to my good friend, uh, Craiga, which is his real first name is Dan, but we gave him a, uh, a nickname of Craig. Don't know how that really came about, which I actually do, but I'm not going to explain it. And uh, he would reach out to me and send me like random photos and it would always crack me up. So if he's listening, Dan, I love you. Um, but yeah, Glimmer. I think that was super interesting. The opposite of, I always like the opposite of things because I always look that up. Um, antonyms, they're called. Synonyms are what the word is with a different word. Antonyms are the opposite of what that word means. And that's uh, the more you know. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of 2010 Minutes. I have been your host, Tim McCarthy. Hopefully you had some fun with me while learning some things. Uh, we went over serotonin, dopamine, glimmer, uh, three things I'm grateful for. What are you grateful for today? How do you think about that? Get your day going. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm going to take a shower, go hang out with my friend Smitty, go share some laughs. And uh, my, I'm going to get some sun, maybe go for a run. I probably won't go for a run. I might go for a walk, though. Um, I love you guys, and have a good one. And we're clear. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.